Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona, specifically, though, my home studio, because what a time to be alive it is, folks. Holy shit. The times are really crazy, and most of us right now are in self-quarantine or quarantine in general because we're sick because la corona is a hell of a thing. So this episode, I have my buddy Gavin. Uh, he is a, Gavin Moore is a really, really, really talented cosplay suit maker and many other things we'll talk about later on. He came on the show because we wanted to talk about something. It's not a review and it, we're not even having a guest. Like it's not even an interview today, this week, I should say, because with everything going on, we decided to do something special for you guys. We're at home. We have digital marketplace like Comixology. Hell, IDW itself has uh, their own digital thing they can read books on. Marvel online on the apps. On the computer, DC Universe itself, or like on the streaming service, or the DC app. It's whatever maybe that you may read stuff on. We live in a good time where you guys can read books at home digitally. Or maybe there are some, like Drawn the Comics, they're doing a special delivery service right now. Who knows? Whatever they're doing. Maybe you can order for Amazon and one-day delivery if the delivery service is still working and the world hasn't ended. So we're doing this thing where we're giving you guys a list of book series we think you guys should read. Either a small time series, a series that's not going on anymore, maybe a specific run, an Elseworld story, whatever it may be, we're telling you guys and giving you guys some list of DC, Marvel, indie, so many things. We discuss them too. We don't give any spoilers. It may seem like it, but we just give you guys some like selling points on the book because each one really could be talked about for about an hour or so. Then the spoiler territory, but we're not doing that. So you guys check it all out. Comicsology is my recommendation though for that, or if a delivery service for your local comic book store or Amazon, but make sure you guys are washing your hands, okay? I want to clarify that, too. Make sure you guys are washing your hands. So, yeah, thanks, everyone, for tuning in this episode, and as well, too, as I said in the show later on, if you want to stay in touch, follow at DakotaMorgan3 on Twitter or at Dakota underscore Morgan 97 on Instagram to stay in touch with everything for the show. And we are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, or ComicChronicle.Podbean.com, and we are completely free. So if you guys want to do a, a backlog of past really cool guests from DC, Marvel, and indie books I've talked to, you have three years worth of podcasts to go through. You're fine, and they're all timeless. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in this episode, and please stay safe out there and check out the series that we're doing, and stay tuned for new episodes every Monday of the show. And without further ado, oh, shit, it's not an interview. <laughs> Changing the format. Without further ado, here is my uh, little informative talk with Gavin. Yep, and we're rolling. Gavin, man, welcome back to the show. I think this is your second time on the show. I think this is, I think this is my third. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, because I did the. I think I did the first one for Flashpoint. The second one was, um, it wasn't Crisis. It was something else. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But I know we did one recently. Shit! <laughs> I should know well, this really, as a host. Yeah, I don't. I should know this as the host. You know, it should be one of those things. That, like, remember the episodes you do <laughs> when you do one every week for the past like almost three years. You're like, holy shit! It's it it tends nah, to get man, to you after a little bit. Yeah. Well, man, Gavin, this is. I'm gonna say it in the intro to the show, but this is our care package episode. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be the care package episode. I think because. The world is in a bit of a crisis, <laughs> say the least, here and. I think that it is. Y yeah, right. Like it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And if you're doing the right thing, and you're not a quote-unquote essential worker, as they're calling it, then again, I don't know how well that's gonna go because I just found out a buddy of mine. He was one at a factory or at a warehouse. My bad. 
And he's like, well, we're an essential worker until uh, today. I'm like, what? Why? Oh, because uh, they shut us down because uh, someone got sick with the virus. It's like, oh, shit. So it's like the essential worker went right out the window when a worker was essential and had to go into work and came in sick. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, so that's yeah, going mean, to. I work at 7 Eleven, and I guess Jesus. that's somehow also an essential worker. I need my chips, man. My chips and Coke, Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah, it now. A man, a man nearly shit on my building today. So. Isn't that normal, though? Uh, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute here. That's normal for me when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts years ago. Holy shit. Like, oh. Yeah. Well, man. It was just this morning, so it was fresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quite literally. Well, man, this is the care package episode because, you know, many people are, if you're doing the right thing, you're supposed to be inside, you're supposed to be quarantined, you're supposed to be all this sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Keeping yourself, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I thought that this would be a good time to do something special for the fans. You know, like it's the people are gonna know what it is because they clicked the title and they've listened to the intro already. But man, comics to read during quarantine. I never thought that would be a fucking thing in my lifetime to say. I'm like that. This is something for the zombies. I mean, like, if you got the time, you might as well. Yeah, two weeks, apparently. Two weeks. And right now, when this episode comes out, I think it's going to be the end of week one. And then, uh, yeah, it's the end. Oh, my God. It's only the end of week one of this madness. Holy shit. Well, <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, have a, uh, I have a regular whose who's wife was a dentist or, or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a survival podcast. Yeah. Well, man, like, yeah. Th- well, it seemed like she's not allowed to go back to work till, till like, uh, May 1st or something Jesus. like that. I'm on PTO right now for a week and maybe 80 more days after that if things don't improve from the zoo. I won't say which one because you fans are weird out there sometimes. And then also uh, the movie business I work in, man, that shut down. You know, a comic book uh, with yeah. SGGS. Uh, like, I'm writing scripts still. But and we're doing some artwork, but new things, merch, video games, all that jazz. Like we're kind of on the standstill. So I'm even just like, man, I work six jobs, and I have the podcast to do, but a sponsor's pulled out, so it's just me doing it at this point. So I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> like it's just like you ha- you get all this free time now. Like it's it's incredibly fascinating to me. But man. Oh, yeah comics like it's one of those things like it's one of, you know you're forgetting shit but you, you know if you're doing like i said you're doing the right thing you're supposed to be inside and whatnot but yeah i mean you have your list of comics that people should read during quarantine and i made mine i i thought about digitally what you can get newer older people shouldn't read and whatnot but i'm curious because i'm a blabbermouth what is your first thing on your list of comics to read in quarantine man Evil. <laughs> it's because we were going to do a special on it. Is that why? And you're like fresh yeah. in the mind sort of thing? Yeah. Fair enough. Well, uh, I think, I think the, the DC animated universe that's going around right now is, yeah. is perfect. Like one more non-Forever Evil movie and then do an animated one. Because you've kind of like they set up Black Manta, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like they, they set up the whole universe. So it would be perfect for it. Well, but, we're going to uh, see what happens after Apocalypse War. Well, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. What is Forever Evil? We got to sell people on it. You can't just be like, hey, read this book. I have no idea what it is. What What is Forever Evil? They give like a little mini rundown on it. 
Okay, so Forever Evil, uh, the crime syndicate from Earth 2, uh, comes over and evil they, Justice they League. Justice League. Yeah. yeah, Evil Justice League. They got um, Superman or Ultraman. Yep. They got uh, Superwoman. Yep. They got Deathstorm, yep. Power Ring. Um, damn, what's the speedster's name? Oh, Johnny Quick. Yeah, Johnny Quick, Atomica, uh, Grid, and... You know, a couple others. I Evil think. Aquaman, yeah. and then Joker, uh, yeah. Joker Alfred, which is uh, yeah, oh, man. I think he's from Earth three, and the rest are from Earth two. Yes, if I remember correctly, yes. Do you remember the hype though for this? Just, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah I wasn't when it was coming out. I was, I was still kind of getting my bearings oh. to, to get into the adult or get into the to the comics and stuff. Mm. No, this was when I was first starting to get in the comics fully a little bit because I was for years, and then I just didn't have anything in Illinois, and then I moved out here. And oh my god, wait—is this—is this story five or six years old at this point? Yeah, I think oh, it is. Oh shit, yeah. that's making no, me feel kind of old. Yeah, I just had access to the stuff that was at the library. I didn't like have ah. a lot of comics myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, fair enough. Well, I mean, so that's yeah. basically the rundown. So, like, Justice League is gone. They're trapped in Firestorm, and the villains take over. Like, not just Evil Justice League, yeah. but, you know, like, the... They release everyone from Arkham, yes. Blackgate, yep. all the prisons. They get them all together and say, you're either with us or you're against us. We're going to take this whole planet because we already destroyed ours. And they did. They legitly won for a long time. Like, there was at least seven or eight yeah. issues, like six, seven issues, I think, of Just Forever Evil. And then a bunch of tie-ins if you get bored and you're like, this is really cool. There's tie-ins with Argus, with Steve Trevor, a.k.a. if you know your stuff, from Wonder Woman lore. You know, and then also with, yeah. oh, God, there was there's so many up there. I think Teen Titans had some shit going on. Because this was, um uh, for clarifying. Yeah, new fi- this was in New 52, though. This was New yeah. 52. So, stay, yeah, stay tuned for that. And all the series that were going on in DC were tied into it. This is Batman, Justice League, like all this crazy shit. Well, no, Batman I don't think was. But I know Justice League was tied in. I, I think only because he was a member of the Justice League. I don't think his particular story at the time was tied in. But no, like, no. It was in. Yeah. So it was, that's basically the premise of Forever Evil without spoiling anything. But you, I mean, uh, we both love it. So there's just, uh, get it. If you guys want to read a good storyline about villains winning, basically, get it. Because, uh, but for one, this is kind of adult. It's not no, like, yeah. Brutal. Yes. Like, yeah. There's, there's broken legs being shattered. There's broken jaws. There's, there's like Lex Luthor putting his mouth. Up, what? What you saying? Uh, I was I was gonna say a dude straight up gets like laser vision and yeah, explodes. Yeah, and it's like and Lex Luthor covers someone's mouth, and I'm not gonna say who or because it spoils it. Covers someone's mouth, and it's just like shh, and it's just stabbing the shit of a dude. <laughs> it's like yeah. fair enough. <laughs> like and Luthor's like no, shh, quiet, die. It's like, yeah. oh my god! Luther straight up steps on people. Yeah, like. <laughs> more than you may think, folks. As he usually does, because Lex Luthor, despite being a really good villain, is kind of also a prick. But yeah, and the weirdest thing to me was that he becomes a member of the Justice League after this. Hey, don't get me started on that. Do not get me started on that. We'll be here. <laughs> this will be a totally different podcast. If that's the same. and this kind of already is a totally different podcast because very rarely, Gavin, do we do the talk show stuff on here. Very rarely. Yeah. Um, well, we have right now, uh, mine on my list is Superman Red Sun. And I chose this oh, one. Yeah. yeah, right? That is an oh damn one. I chose this one because 
Currently, if you read the book, I would say read the book and then watch the newly released animated movie that's available on VOD. You don't have to go to the store. Just watch, rent it at home. You can rent or buy it on VOD at the moment. So, Superman. Or you can, hmm? you, if you wait like a week or two, it, it might be out on the, the DC app soon. The world could be I'm ended, sure though. Like, you never know in a week, be, man. Yeah, it might be too late by then. <laughs> you don't know. Like, who knows? I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. If you do wait, you can see it on DC. Yeah, I give it, like, yeah, about a week. I mean, everything's coming to DC Universe on the app right now. But um, Superman Red Sun is the storyline where, and wait, Gavin, have you read this one? Um, I I honestly read through it at a Barnes & Noble one. But I what? Haven't had, I haven't had the ability to sit down and actually read it. Holy but, um, shit. It's on my list. Come on, man. This is one you have to read. You you especially would love it because it's not – it's Superman, but it's not. So, okay, quick rundown for fans. This is a – first, before I start, this is also a adult book. I don't want to give this one to the kids. This isn't a kid reading book. And you can buy these books, by the way, on digitally. Like all the books, at least I have, I think, you can buy um digitally on the um, on comicsology and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm probably taking a guess Gavin's too, unless he chose one from 30 years ago, in which case, like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> but, but you know, Superman Red Sun is a story where it's Superman lands in Soviet Russia in the 50s, I believe it was. So he lands in Soviet Russia and is raised to be Soviet. Like, the S is gone, and it's a hammer and sickle, and he has a black and red suit, which is badass. And so, yeah. instead oh, of the... Yeah. Oh, I love that. Right? It's I want that pop figure so bad, but there is one of Red Sun Batman, and I do want to get that one because there is everyone's in like there's a Soviet Batman because it's not who it's tied into, and the movie actually gives you backstory to that, and it's really fucking cool. But we also have Soviet Wonder Woman, and then Green Lantern Corps isn't Green Lanterns; it's with Hal Jordan and the crew, like Space Green Lanterns, to the Green Lantern Marine Corps because it's not instead of doing nuclear arms race going on after Superman appears in Russia, it turns into the Metahuman arms race, like against America v. Russia, and Lex Luthor oh, yeah. is like kind of a good guy. He, you know what? He does bad shit, but he's kind of a good guy, to be honest with you. Because Sylvia Superman's kind of bad, and yeah, kind of. I mean, like, yeah. The lesser goals are always, no matter what universities or for the most part, whatever universities, and he still kind of is trying to do what he thinks is best. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Like he's being a real asshole about it. Yeah, but he's. They like not not Superman, you know the movie, obviously, but yeah, you know, like most of the time, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you know, and he actually has hair for most of it. Shit, he's married to Lois Lane, and it's it's such a good. And there's more villains in there than you know. It's like a whole, it's an Elseworlds book, of course. And this is something I think you would really love, and it tugs on the heartstrings. And then if you watch the movie afterward, which I think you can get on discount now, if you watch the movie. You actually, your heartstrings are going to be tugged so much more because Gavin, have you seen this animated glory in this of Superman Red Sun? Oh no, not yet. I've seen, <sighs> I've seen clips of it. Jen, just real quick, issues two and three are on the DC Universe app. I just checked. Two uh, and three. Well, what about one? What the fuck? You gotta have one. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, like it's it's Elseworlds Red Sun. Oh. So like it could be issue one could have been a real short, not. That's like, why I would say go to Comixology to buy the full thing. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw a couple clips on YouTube because I couldn't help but spoil it for myself just a little bit. 
And one of the things I loved was their their American Superman, um, their equivalent there. Oh, Bizarro? And I can't remember. Yeah, Bizarro. Yeah. I, I, I love that Lex Luthor is the one that keeps creating him, too. Like, <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. And people hate a new 52 Bizarro and from Forever Evil and shit like that. But I goddamn love them. I like them. My name is Andrew, and I am the host of a show called Rage Hunter. And on Rage Hunter, we cover the latest news and what's trending in the gaming industry with just a hint of some sarcasm and rage. You probably have this hole, you know, this void in your life that you don't know how to fill. Well, Rage Hunter is going to fill it. And the best part is we are everywhere. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, Podbean, Instagram, Twitter. So that way you can get as much rage in your life as possible. And some news while you're at it. So come check us out and be a part of the greatest gaming podcast in the universe. See you there. Bizarro's cool if you do Bizarro scientifically instead of Bizarro World, which is like, me Bizarro, shake backwards, and I'll go fuck yourself. You know, I like the, yeah. you know, the square thing's cool, but we are in a new age. Maybe this is Molina, let me talk, and I don't know. But I, I like the newer Bizarro. He's a lot cooler if he's yeah, science-based he done. Like yeah, yeah, and he's like, this is, he's like, yeah, <laughs> the line from Forever Evil where he's like, he was just a monster, but he was my monster, and he just goes to town and beats the oh, shit out of people. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, oh, the heart. But Superman Red Sun is yeah, that, and... What you got? Although Superman in the in the clips I saw was still Superman, you know, like even even yes. when he had all the power, he yes. was like, "This isn't how I want to win." Yes, and, and they like, change stuff from the like, in the movie from the book, and actually explore like Bizarro a little bit more than they did in the book, and explored a lot of things more. So, and there's a few different things changed, a couple characters added, a couple nobody's removed, far as I remember. Yeah, nobody's removed. Actually, a couple things are added. There's a few voice actors in there you may recognize from the DC. History of animation, to say the least. But that's Superman Red Sun. I don't want to spoil it anymore, but what is up on your next list, Gavin? So, I was going to say Marvel's by Alex, with the uh, the the art by Alex Ross, but I think... Marvel's? I'm going to do... Yeah. Uh, oh! It was, it was real short. Yeah. But I think I'm going to change it to the Spider-Verse series. The first run with the vampire? Morlun? Yeah, yeah, Morlun. That was like when they first did it. Yeah. Wasn't it Morlun? Yeah. You liked yeah. Morlun? No, 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 no. I didn't like Morlun oh. specifically. <laughs> I was about to say, get off my podcast. No, 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 no. I loved seeing the, the rest of it come together, though. Ah, okay. That's true. That's true. The Spider-Verse. Which, yeah. by the way, I mean, you say Spider-Verse, everybody knows what the fuck that is now. So... Yeah. That's also and pretty cool. That. And if yeah. you want more of that kind of stuff, because it goes to it goes to an earth where like everything's gone, and Uncle Ben is the only surviving person, but he happens to also be a spider totem. So like yeah. he's in on it now, and there's a you know there's there's a panel where two Spider Men are just like reloading their web shooters in, in the middle of a fight. Yeah. And they, they're like, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, you know, there's a scene in there that really got to me, and it, it hit me so hard in the fucking heart, man. Like, so hard in the heart was when Peter, and this is somewhat spoiler, but this should tell you, and it doesn't, if this panel right here doesn't fucking sell you, you have no soul, then it's the one where, I think you know what I'm going to say, is when Spider-Gwen and Peter are talking, like, the main Peter are talking, and he's like, I lost to Gwen in my universe, and she's like, I lost to Peter in my universe. And then they just look at each other and they're like, how about we just keep each other alive, all right? Yeah, sounds like a plan. And it's like, I kind of butchered the end part because I can't remember exactly what they say, but they're like, how about we just kind of keep each other alive and watch each other's backs? Agreed. And they kind of look like they're going to maybe kiss, but they don't. And it's like, yes, bitch. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's so cool. That, that one hurt me. I was like, oh. oh. Well, um, but that is a good one. That is a really good one. One we could really spoil about because, my God, that's one you can easily talk about. Fucking fuck Morlon, by the way. So stupid. But he, the story's yeah. good. Morlon is stupid, but the story is good. Sure. Yeah. But you see you see so much of the Spider-Verse. You gotta, you gotta read it. Because you exactly. see noir. You see, you know, you see the, the, the real anime yeah. um, spider. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's true. Well, I mean, yeah, and it's, and I do want to clarify to folks at home, like, it's not just storytelling that we're getting it on. It's story's a big part of it, but also the art in these books. At least on my list, I made sure the art was oh, yeah. good. And the art changes in some of these series sometimes, but, in my list at least, but the artwork in these series so far, like Jason Fabak, all of them, fucking phenomenal. Like, it's just, it, it's crazy to me. Um, I actually have a classic one that the movie kind of, it say the movie would have been better if Fox and Disney had already been merged. Right. You, you kind of if you don't get it from there, man, you should know. Old the original run, Old Man Logan. Okay. I think yeah. because nobody knows about the book really. You know, like they're like we know the yeah. Logan movie and it's like, yeah, but here's the thing. Fox and Disney, if they had to combine, we would have got Doctor Doom. We would have got the X Men in there. We were the rest of the X Men in there, and it's such it was you know and other villains and the whole Marvel universe to explore and the Dead Avengers and all this other shit. Like the X Men yeah, weren't I the mean, only ones like, to die in the Old Man Logan. They definitely would have changed some shit too. It would have been better. It would have been better. I loved Logan, but it would have been better. Um, well, I mean, like, well, Hawkeye, like, he's the main you know, partner. Yeah, yeah like, I was thinking like the the inbred Hulk children. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's probably not Disney. No, yeah. that's that's <laughs> true. That's true. Well, so a clarification, folks. So Old Man Logan, if you don't know, is a book where it follows Old Man Logan. Like Logan's an old man, and shit like that too. And it's a world where the supervillains, all of them, banded together. And and of course, what's gonna happen if there's there's more villains than heroes? So what the fuck happens when the villains all band together and they're like, okay, let's do this. You have the end of the world. And so the end of the world basically happened. But yeah, Hulk controls the sector because he's a rampaging, he's like raping She-Hulk, it's into that. There's so much, like the uh, villains split up the United States and the world. There's the Venom monster, like a Venom T-Rex because Venom's is uncontrolled now. Like, and the Avengers are dead. Like there's mass graves. Fucking Ant-Man to turn in the giant man. He grew big. And his carcass is over a fucking town in Utah. And it's just a skeleton. And, like, Loki's dead, but... And it's years in the future. His healing factor's gone. The X-Men are dead. I won't say how. Let's just say when you get to that panel, it's bloody. And it hits you right in the fucking heart. And they're traveling. They're on this mission. And the reason why they're on this mission, I won't say, but they meet so many colorful characters along the way. His big partner is a blind Hawkeye. 
because they 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 deem these two not a threat, so they let them live. Bites them in the ass. But oh, Red Skull is also and the president of the how, world. How could anyone, anyone, ever look at Wolverine and be like, you know what? We're good. Because we they this. broke him. Because he was so... And when you find him in the beginning of the book, he's like, I just want to have my wife and kids here. Because he's so broken. His healing factor is slowed. His, he's dying to like he is in the Logan movie. He is the reason why... Okay. I don't want to... He's the reason why a lot of shit went to shit. And so they're like, we broke the man so much so he tried to kill himself by letting the train run over his spine. So... And Hawkeye's blind. So they're like, fuck these guys. <laughs> and everyone else is dead. Like, they're just dead. Like, I think there's an Ultron dad running around somewhere. But, like, but you know, all the... I don't think... No, he's a good Ultron. So that's it. Like, every, all the heroes are dead. There's, just, there's nothing there. Yeah. A couple people trying to do good, but... Huh? Super depressing universe. It is. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. But then there's also, like, ser- uh, spinoff series. If you like Old Man Logan, there's... um. Old Man Quill, which I've actually had the artist on here once. Oh, God, a long time ago, the series first is starting to come out. A spinoff series following the Guardians of the Galaxy, who, spoiler alert, had no idea they were in space, so they had no idea what the fuck happened. And they'd just been in space for a while, and they just never checked in because they had, like, this big, huge shit happen or something like that. And so they never checked in after a little bit of time, and they were like, uh, what happened? Because they just came back to... Dead, not dead earth but a villain earth and which basically dead because everything's gone to shit and then also yeah. the old man Hawkeye uh, spinoff which follows Hawkeye before the events of this of the series as well so read old man Logan before that and then also they had old man Logan books telling more of the story that was going on and prequel and a little bit after of old man Logan the book I think mostly after though of the main series itself so if you want to get a good series with many spinoffs and everything like that to old man Logan if I didn't sell you oh, that oh. book, fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> what you got next, man? Um. So it was a. Uh, man. I had. Oh, okay. So it's not Marvel or DC, but it's a it's a comic called uh, Nemesis. Mmm. I think I've heard of this one. Yeah. So it's a it's an evil Batman essentially. Oh like, yes. Down to the the car that splits into a motorcycle. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. No. <laughs> who oh, who yeah. put this out? Who put this out? I'm pretty sure it was Dark Horse. I think. You but think I'm, you I'm, came to the table, Gavin, and not knowing the specifics of a series? You're like, hey, go read this. Who did it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Gavin. Let me double check real quick. Okay. Uh, while you're double checking, I'm gonna finish up on mine before I hit the indie. Speaking of indie series, because uh, we do want to, I do want to give a shout out to indie series because as I'm an indie comic book writer, uh, my series you can't read. You can only read on social media at the current moment because the world. But uh, Daredevil, and I want to say Daredevil specifically, the Charles Soul run of Daredevil. You can read the current run of Daredevil, but also Charles Soul. I think Charles Soul is working on it right now. But this was before the current run, I believe, and. It's, it goes on for like a year or two or something like that too but it's like one issue a month so there's a bunch of few issues to read right there but like a 2019 I think a little bit of 2018 but he was on it for such a long time that I think in the past you can go to the past couple years of Daredevil hey folks Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break for you guys today 
Do you guys like reading comics? Obviously, if you listen to the show, you do. What the fuck am I talking about? Then you guys, if you're in Arizona, which a good majority of the fan base is, shout out to the ones in Canada, though, you guys can go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona, located at 5801 West Glendale Avenue in Glendale, Arizona. I gotta say, folks, I've been going here for a long time now. Um, I've been to a few different comic book stores in Arizona in my six years of living here so far, and this may change due to the recording nature, but whatever. So... I love going to draw in the comics. I really do. Ken, who runs it, is an amazing fucking laid-back dude. He's a wonderful guy. He's been on the show, ladies and gentlemen, before. And it's a really fun place to pick up the book. So draw in the comics in Glendale, Arizona. Get yourself a box, you know? Go in and maybe just check it out. It's a fun place to escape into. His work, all the workers there are fucking wonderful folks. They really are. It's just like family at this point, at least for me. And it's a fun world to go into. There's collectibles there. There's toys. There's comics. You know, and you just get your box and reserve some books and whatnot. We've had people on the show who've written and drawn comics, you know. Go in and pick up their work, folks. Jesus Christ. It ain't that difficult. So go to Draw on the Comics in Glendale, Arizona, folks. You guys can check them out also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks, everyone. Now back to the show. And Charles Soule is really good on there, too. But I would definitely say his run on Daredevil, especially the artwork done in there by all the fantastic people. So gripping. So story was beautiful if you love the daredevil netflix tv show god damn you gotta get this book because gavin have you read daredevil before we get to your thing real fast i i have not the specific one you're talking about you haven't have I, you I read have, daredevil I, in the past two years yeah okay <laughs> then you know then it is that because because he's been working on it for such a long time like the inhumans were in there for a little bit with muse like it's Kingpin, yeah, yes, yeah. Like, Muse is a guy who uses blood. So let me just use this. Tell you that one. It gets bloody shit, man. Like, and it gets it gets so good. And Wilson Fisk, Wilson Fisk is such a force to be reckoned with in this one. And uh, Bullseye, everybody. It's such a and Matt's all being broken down, rising back up throughout this whole series because it's what Matt Murdock ever is. But so if you love the Netflix TV show. Of Daredevil, then read the recent runs of Daredevil. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. But what you got? Who who do you got? Who published Nemesis? Okay, so Icon, Icon did it, and it oh, was shit. Uh, Mark Miller, and I think it's the same the same production. Or uh, I'm trying to find the Mark Miller and Stephen Nick. That's a good team. Yeah. That's a good team right there. I mean, was Icon even in business anymore? Uh, I don't know, but the the picture on Wikipedia has a little Marvel, little Marvel thing at the bottom. I don't think he's there, but yeah, you know, he might be. Hmm. Okay. Published by Icon Comics, imprint of Marvel. Oh, it might be. All right. Fair All enough. Right. Okay, so Nemesis is kind of like a different type of Batman sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like there's there's a scene where he's he's in the prison and like you know what actually I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil that one. We've kind of spoiled some shit. Yeah, let's not. We've spoiled a little bit of the books. Actually, you know what? Clarification. Yeah. We have not spoiled the books. We just gave you tidbits of them because their books are so chop full of story and art. You yeah. there's no spoiling like, that. Even in the brief segment we're doing here, we can only spoil like maybe one or two panels of these multi issues. These are, yes, these are definitely series or at least uh, short events or Elseworld books that require an hour or so to fucking discuss. Without that, I got no way to help you. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. But he's, he's brutal. Like, he's, he's 
he's a genius and he's mm-hmm. chasing he's chasing this this cop who's kind of chasing him around the world and then you know leading each other on to chase mm-hmm. and um yeah it's it's just it's brutal the next one i have speaking of brutal is one very fat. He still survived from the 90s. I love his movie. I hope to God the new one's going to be good whenever, if the movie business even survives. I don't know. But he's a very interesting guy from hell, somewhat. And Spawn. Oh, my God. Do you have a peripheral of Spawn to fucking read? My Lord. <laughs> you have so much Spawn. Like, if you want to... But the nice part is... I want to say that, you know, there's so many different storylines you can read of Spawn in the past couple years that you can just start out and you're fine. Like you, it catches you up really, really good. The Satan Saga yeah. Wars, amazing. You know, uh, McFarlane's art, amazing. The guest artists that he has in there, amazing. McFarlane's writing, always amazing. If you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you know who Spawn is. So I'm not going to go into clarification who Spawn is. The man from hell, Al Simmons. I'll do that a little bit. You know, Violator, all the Malboja, Cygor, you know, everybody like that. She spawned recently, too, actually. Spoiler. Uh, I kind of spoiled the shit out of some shit, actually, right there. But besides the ball, <laughs> besides that. Uh, uh, whoops. But, it's been out for a long time, right? No, no, the she spawned thing, she just recently came back within the past month or two months. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but immediately it will spawn, like, you know, you got all these different things of hell and these different storylines. He went to Japan for a little bit, went to hell, he comes back, he takes on, like, the gov- the demons that are left on Earth after the portals close recently, and you know, fights all the demons that are in corporations and the news networks. Spawn is an M.A. mature fucking book with language, gore, demons, everything else. Slightly political these days, but in a good way. And also... It's something that if you really want to escape into a different world sort of thing, and you love, like, the mythology of Christianity, well, no, that would have got me in trouble. And not the myth, but mythology of, like, angels and demons and everything like that, too. Like, the whole thing about it, like, the seven layers of hell, like, it spawns, shit like that, monsters, uh, all that other stuff. Whatever it may be. But, that's going to get me in serious trouble. But, <laughs> but, the side fact is, you know, if you like that sort of stuff, Go in and read Spawn. Uh, you know, they definitely have, like, okay. If you go to Comixology and type in Spawn, I would say go to that one because that's going to be your best best shot to get Spawn at the moment here. And it's they're really good. I think they're cheap, too. I mean, if you want to buy a thing from Amazon, I don't know with quarantine what's going to happen with that. But, man, Gavin, have you read any of the Spawn comics? Um, it's It's been a long time, man, yeah? I'll be honest. What? No, this, it is a gem. A gem that should be in your pool box every fucking week. This is madness. I love, I love Todd McFarlane. It's it's Todd, right? Todd, yeah, Todd McFarlane. The, yeah. The artwork. the artwork and yeah. writing. It's always written by Todd. I think if it's not written by Todd McFarlane, it's because he's been working on the movie or some shit like that. Yeah. I mean, like, I I love the character. I just, you know, I it hasn't it hasn't popped up when I've gone out looking for comics, if that makes sense. Mm, that's true. Yeah, the, like, if he's, you not a, he's not a character I think of a lot, and I, I don't know what it is. I, I think he's a badass, but... Yeah. yeah. He always looks cool. And you know what? The design of Spawn, like, he always looks cool, and he's written so well. Like, there was a period of time where it was like, eh. But recently, in the past couple of years, I've been reading Spawn now for a, a few years. It's been so good. It's been just really so good. Like, if you go back and start at the beginning, it's a little bit like, what the fuck? 
But if you go back, like, I still like it. But if you, like, go back and whatnot, but Spawn, man, definitely something to start reading here. Like, I just, it really, really should. But I would do, I do recommend, though, Gavin, if you do take a look at Spawn, I would say look at the trade backs, trade paperbacks for that, and the, and the sto- full story collections, because that's going to be a yeah. big shot. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for individual issues. I gotta yeah. do the full arc. Exactly. Yeah, especially with Spawn because the individual, you're like, wait, what the shit's going on here? And like, you have no yeah. idea what's going on. Um, what is your next one, good man? Okay, so it's uh, it's published by Marvel. I'm pretty sure, but it's okay. it's Blonde, the Star Wars. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. What is it, they Blonde? Did a, they did a comic of, of the book, which read the book also. Wait, wait, wait. Who is the character? I couldn't quite hear it. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, Thrawn. Oh, I thought you said blonde. I'm like, who the fuck is blonde in Star Wars? Oh, but Thrawn. Okay. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. Big, blue, red-eyed son of a bitch. That Thrawn. Oh, yeah. Oh. He, he is one of my favorite characters that's not been in the movies. Yeah. And I feel like yes. he definitely should have been the villain of the of the last three movies that came out. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is he dead? Um, so... Uh-oh. kind of left open. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, was... I can't give you any spoilers, but if, if you want to know where he's at currently, go watch Star Wars Rebels. Okay, currently, and in continuity-wise, when The Mandalorian takes place, is he alive? Um, Rebels takes place right before Episode 4. So as of, as of Episode 4, we don't know where they're on it. Cool. Okay, I vouch. Be- Listen, dude, I, I he's he gotta come to the Mandalorian if he's alive because Ahsoka's coming I mean, to season two. Just- come on, like you gotta bring Thrawn in, right? Yeah, especially especially if they have Ahsoka in there. Exactly. I mean, Thrawn definitely could have been a villain in the Star Wars canon still yeah. to Luke, Leia, and because I'm just Man. reading the the legend stuff that happened right after. Is six. that is that what this uh, comic series that you're pitching right now is? Is that like we're not pitching, but no, no, no. This this one actually is canon. Ooh, okay, yeah, when, uh, when it's done by Marvel, right? Yeah, it mm. takes place right after episode three. Very nice. So well, it, um, he's picked up on an alien planet, and he takes out a bunch of the a bunch of the people, and he sneaks aboard the ship, and he goes directly to the emperor because the emperor knows him. Anakin, he had a run-in with Anakin Skywalker, which the second book in the Thrawn series addresses, and mm-hmm. it's off. But this comic, this comic leads to a ton of other stuff and a ton of extra reading for Thrawn, who is a great character if you haven't looked into him. I dig that. I added on to that because Marvel does so good with their with their Star Wars books. Uh, Vader, I would read the Darth Vader series. Oh, hell yeah. Either way, I would start with the one a couple years ago. Make your way to this one because. Is good. Is really good. Yeah. Like who's um, the the Star Wars female Indiana Jones character? I'm drawing a blank on her name. Doctor Afra. Is that the the one he killed and and threw off uh, the balcony? I didn't know she died, but <laughs> but I mean, oh. <laughs> I mean, if she was the uh, space archaeologist, then yeah. Oh fuck me! I thought she was still alive. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, Man, I was I mean, like, I was slowly catching up. No, you could live. You could easily live. I mean, all right. 
you if could you're live equal standing with him like Thrawn, Tarkin, or the Emperor, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you'll live. Yeah. But the Emperor the Emperor dies. Thrawn yeah. probably you know, he's gonna die eventually, I guess. Mando That's all I'm gonna put to that one. <laughs> Hey, Mando! Yeah. That's the best part of the Mandalorian. Whoa, what'd you like about the Mandalorian? Uh, when it's supposed to be a secret fucking dude in the middle of a bar that's full of other bounty hunters, and the guy openly is like, Mando! And it's like, <laughs> like wait, wait, I'm trying to be secret. I, I'm, no one's supposed to know I'm here. Yeah. Oi, Mando! Well, and it's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, but let's... I mean, like, you walk into a bar... Mando! ...and act like you're not going to get noticed, you're done. Like, you can't even see me, but I'm laughing my ass off because I just laugh at it so much. Mondo! <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's shiny best star you're wearing. It's true. You know, you gotta know people are seeing you walk in there. You know you look good in that armor. Yeah, it's true. You know, Fuck yeah, he's, he, I'm and... buying that Black Series figure when it comes out. I think it's out, actually. Oh, I need yeah. to pick it up. Well, when the, when, when the world has calmed down and I may or may not have my jobs back, who knows? Um, cool. Okay. Uh, well, I think I'm making a Mando helmet right now. Ooh. Got it. Got it in front of me. Ooh. Okay. Well, the nerd senses are tingling there, buddy. So, man, I don't really have that much of kid-friendly books right now. So, and again, this is this is an R, this is almost R-rated podcast. Let's be honest with ourselves. But one of the series I have um, right now is I don't know which one to go on right now. I think. I want to talk. This so I recommended it lately to a on the Out of Touch podcast to the host Jay. But I think DMZ. You ever hear of this one? Uh, By I Vertigo. Think so. I believe you probably you still get it on the Comicsology, maybe DC, not probably the DC app. So DMZ is one where hold on, let me let me take a look at the library. I think there's twelve issues. Uh, yes, twelve issues. Oh, not twelve issues. Jesus Christ, twelve volumes. Uh, the read of trade paperback. Chocked full of different stuff here. And this is a story that's not superhero. It's not vigilante. It's not anything like that. This is a story where it's like America's Civil War kind of happened. And, you know, National Guard bases were raided. They're like, we're the free states. And U.S. government's like, oh, fuck you. And so this whole thing kind of, and so insurgency comes to the U.S. like on the streets. So they don't know who's who. They don't know if you're a free states person because it's like the, you know, it's an American insurgent. So what happens, though, this is backstory, is that we follow a photojournalist who is sent into the DMZ zone of the East Coast, which is the island of Manhattan. And it oh. was bombed so fucking... And this is like three years after the bomb. So, like, because they took New Jersey and shit like that, I believe. Yeah, uh, the Free States people, the, re- the rebellions, kind of hillbilly folks, took over New Jersey. And that's theirs. But then the DMZ zone is still chock full of Manhattanites because they weren't evacuated. And if they were, they were rich as shit. So there's still a bunch of people that are trying to survive in the war zone between the two sides that happen there all the time. The constant fighting, the bombing, the airstrikes, everything like that. It follows this guy, photojournalist. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil anything. And, you know, he teams up with this guy, this girl Z, who's a medic officer in there. She just goes around helping people. That's what she does. And there's kids still trapped in there. Everyone's still trapped, trying to survive and make it work. But what happens in there with these people, like, it's so good. It's so compelling. And it's so, like, it gives you a new perspective on war. It's, it's, uh, it threw me, I cried at the end, and I cried during a couple times in the book because nobody's safe. 
Because it's war. Nobody's going to be safe. You know, not even a guy is safe. The guy goes to fucking hell because this is a war-torn Manhattan. You know, and there's people trying to survive the innocents. There's gang members. There's ex-soldiers in there taking care of Central Park because they're like, we need to protect it. There's nukes. There's all this sort of stuff. And, like, the first issue, you're like, this is terrible. Like, kids are killed. And it's like, this is not... And because it's shown, like... But also it's shown the hope of surviving shit like that, surviving a war zone sort of thing. Gavin, does this pique your interest? Because <laughs> this is, it, yeah, it sounds it does, depressing. It, it well, does? Like, so this, this is going to make me sound like a crackpot for just a second. But so I was like, right. I've always, I, 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 was, I was real interested in the, the French Revolution when I was a kid. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've always been interested in the idea of revolution and stuff. And I, or, you know, civil war, that kind of thing. Not to say that I would invite something like that, <laughs> but I feel like every every like two hundred or so years, or like two hundred to five hundred ish, societies usually go through a civil war of some sort, and I feel yeah. like that's that's a timely thing for right now. Just be reading that kind of book. Yeah, it really it's been happening across the world in the past ten years like fucking crazy, and then it also of. Also, the U.S., you see a lot of the U.S. side, and it's, it's so real. It's crazy as shit. But also, there is also a good thing about this, is the show is actually coming to HBO Max. <laughs> There's a show. Yeah, there is a show being based on it right now. I don't know. So, being in the Hollywood business, I'm able to see some things and hear some things. All I'm going to say is is I hope to God they stick to the storyline because the casting call I've seen for it has not been sticking to the main storyline a little bit. It's kind of been changing it. Kind of not. I think it might actually be sticking pretty good to it, though. But I don't know. I You know, I take it back. I take it back. Thinking about it now, I remember a different circumstance where I know behind the scenes of this. But, 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 there's a TV show coming out. So, I mean, folks, if you want to read this, it gives you hope. And it's a little bit of dark moments. Some really good dark adult comedy sort of moments in there, too. But it's a really good book. And, I mean, shit, you might as well get caught up because hopefully this all blows over and maybe a trailer will drop. Who knows? So, but I don't even know if it's filming right now, but eh, probably not. But, yeah, TV show coming to HBO. Do you have any more, Gavin, or no? Cause we're kind I of... mean, like, I can, I can go on for, for a while if you it's... want to just list off comics that I think people should read. I think this is a really good amount of comics for people to read. I had one more on there. Yeah. But I think... I mean, Depending on how long the lockdown goes, I guess we can we can come back, you know, circle back around. Oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus! Don't even, don't even, don't even. No, because <laughs> I'm probably gonna be well, searching for a job. I'm gonna be like trying to figure of, out of Washington, where I'm at. Um, Jeff says some stuff. Essentially, like I didn't want to. The governor, from what I understand, said yeah. uh, something along the lines of he didn't want to set super strict limits because he assumes people in Washington would do the right thing mm. for the most part. And I'm from what they're saying, that has not been the case. Yeah. Yeah, we're at the moment right now in Arizona where they're like, okay, stay the fuck inside or otherwise it's going to get bad. I'm like, all right. But these interesting days, man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, if, it, if it does go on for a little bit longer, I'm happy to keep telling people what, what comics I think they should read. Right. Well, I think I'm going to end on one more and it's more, it's um, Fables. You ever heard of Fables? I have not. God I mean, damn, man. Where you been? Yeah, like, well, it's, there's a video game that's kind of a pre... It, it, it's not kind of... It is a prequel to Fables, uh, The Wolf Among Us. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. I, I have seen the Fable game. Yeah, it, so it's uh, the Fables game I don't think are tied into it. If I remember oh. correctly. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, the Telltale Wolf Among Us is tied into it because it's all the characters and shit. So basically all the different worlds of, so basically all folklore, right? Fables. They're all like Snow okay. White, Big Bad Wolf, all them. They're real. That's And they're alive and they're in like 90s Manhattan. And they're living in their own like little section there. Like there's hundreds of them sort of thing right there. Even the monsters, even, well, not, well it's not, quote unquote, some monsters are talking animals live in upstate New York on a place called the farm. And if they can afford it, they'll pay for a glamour to live among the stuff. That's a whole storyline itself. And let me tell you, it's insanity. But it follows Big B Wolf, the big bad wolf in his human form. He can switch between big fucking huge majestic wolf. And it also follows Snow White, who's in charge of the Fable Town, which is the main town where all the fables live. I mean, you can go do whatever you want, but you have to check in sort of thing. Because they're there because all their worlds were invaded by a really... God, I wanted to say who it was, but a secret... Ad, not an adversary, but this adversary who's got together all these goblins, dragons, monsters, witch, evil witches, and shit like that. Brought them to their each worlds and started conquering, raping, murdering, eating people, pillaging, all this crazy shit. So the Fables are like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Where can we go? Okay, let's go to Earn There. All, all the Beauty and the Beast are in there. Like, Prince Charming, who is a bitch because he's such an asshole. He usually is. He's, yeah, well, he's, an, he's a ladies' man. You first see him, he's like hooking up with some chick. And it's like there's sex in there, there's blood, there's guts, there's the whole thing. This story, though, it really is fascinating to see these characters you know of like, oh, they're just children's folk, folk tales. Not in Fables. There's so much to it, too. It's... It's really kind of crazy how much there is to it because so many messages are in this book and seeing the craziness ensue. This is an extremely MA mature book, but it's so good and there's yeah. so many volumes of it, too. It's, I, Pinocchio's in it and he's like smoking and shit because he's like, I'm 200 years old. I've been on Earth since the late 1700s and I'm still a little boy. I want to have sex. I want to do all this crazy shit. And it's a Pinocchio saying this. And he's like, I hate this shit, man. Like if he's immortal, I mean, if it's the version from Shrek, I can definitely see it. No, he's a he's a he's a real boy now. He's a he's a real boy. I believe he's a real boy at the moment. It, it, it mean, goes it goes back if, and forth. As long as he does, and the audience does, he is a real boy, right? Exactly, exactly. But no one wants to sleep with him because he's a boy, <laughs> and he's really pissed off about it. Yeah, he's like drinking shots and shit. He's like, I hate my life. And it's like this. It's this whole thing. And the mirror, the magic mirrors in there, and dragons are in it. And ogres like. All the regular folk tales, even the, the small ones, like the fucking, the heron, like all this sort of thing, they're all in it. And it's like a classic twist on what you know sort of thing. And they're just trying to live, and then the adversaries starting to come to their world. They have their own problems with other fables, revolutions, trying to keep secrets so the humans don't know about them. So it's this whole big thing, man, of fables. Like season two of The Wolf Among Us is supposed to be coming out, and it's a prequel. And it, like you see that um, the Little Mermaid's in it. And she's a stripper to try to make money. And it's like, and just even the video game. And, you know, and Big B Wolf's like, I'm trying to be a good guy and keep everyone in line. But my assholeness comes out because I'm the big bad wolf, damn it. And he's sitting there smoking all the time and shit. Because he's like, I have to. Because someone's like, why do you smoke so much, Big B? Oh, because if I did, it dulls down my senses because I have a hyper sense of smell, sight, sound, taste. And it's so intense. And in Manhattan, and in, in, in like the city. It, it just flares up and goes insane, so I smoke all the time to dull my senses. And I also dull the senses because he's in love with Snow White, 
So because he always knows where she is and shit like that. Kind of stalkerish. But she's like, you're a wolf. I get it. So he just smokes cigarettes all the time to dull his senses and also dull his kind of love for Snow White. Yeah. So that's what the Fables book. I mean, actually, they're a perfect match. Exactly. There's so much with them. But there's so many stories with it, too. There's so many side stories that you see in the book. And who the adversary really is, you will not believe. And how he got the power, you would not believe. Sweet innocent, man. I swear to God, if it's Rumpelstiltskin or something like that, I'm going to be pissed. No. No, it's not. <laughs> it is far from it, dude. It's a sweet innocent man. And you never thought he could be touched. But my God, he's touched. Oh, that sounds bad. But... <laughs> So I've got like three guesses, and I just need you to tell me it's not them. Okay, who'd you got? Geppetto. Geppetto, the uh, Pinocchio's dad? Yeah. Hey, folks, Dakota here. And do you guys like Dungeons & Dragons as much as I do? Because if so, you're going to like Adventures in Green and Garb. You know, they're a really fun new group on YouTube. They're a whole D&D campaign group. But let me tell you what they're all about. Adventures in Green and Garb started as most D&D campaigns do around their parents' dinner table. Last year, they decided to bring it to YouTube, though, with the addition of costumes and green screens. Come on, that adds some really cool flavor flavor right there. Still in the family, their season one campaign is nearing its exciting conclusion with many mysteries yet to be revealed. They hope you enjoy it as much as they love making it and playing, doing so much of D&D. So smash that like button, subscribe, and share, and look for them at this year's Gen Con. So I'm extremely excited to have these guys a part of the Comic Chronicle and Film World podcast, you know, to partner up and all that such, because they're truly wonderful people, and you guys should go subscribe and support them and give them a like. They're really, really fun. And because we've been playing throughout the commercial, I'm going to play you guys the theme that they have. The first time you're listening to this, you're going to want to go subscribe. And then we'll get right back to the podcast. Thanks, everyone. Let us roll you a tale where heroes prevail As we wander the blight Prepared for the fight On the edge of the world, claiming almighty glory In spite of the cost, love and loss frame our story We won't turn back now, bloodied by dragons made gory We roll this tale for you, roll for you Banded by fate, oblivion beware Watches great fires whirl, lightning cracking the air Olden powers unleashed, together taming the beast We roll this tale for you Venture along, ye daring hearts Sound and strong, be not afraid Douse your doubts and join the Moving on, don't quit. Dreaming up one forfeit. Don't look back, stay alive, smite them, survive. Keep moving on, don't quit. Dreaming up one forfeit. Don't look back, stay alive, smite them, survive. Stay fast and through, we surrender our lives to defend all the realm till that good day arrives. When we lay down our swords, bodies scarred and bruised, having rolled a tale for you. On the edge of the world, claiming almighty glory In spite of the cost, 
Loving lost frame our story We won't turn back now Bloodied by dragons made gory We roll this tale for you Roll for you Good news is You <laughs> You smart son of a bitch <laughs> God damn it Huh? Him? Maybe, maybe not. The listeners, go read Fables and they'll figure it out. <laughs> I will tell you right after the show, Gavin. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. I was thinking, I'm like, who's he going to guess? Oh, fuck. <laughs> but, man, yeah, this is a, this is a like, pretty good list because there's a lot to all these books out there. And I know, oh, yeah. like, and I'll tell fans again. I said, I'll say it in the intro and I'll say it again. I know this is different from what we usually do on the podcast. But, you know. Times are different, and we want to help out the best we can. I can't really help you guys out as much as I could, or want. Well, I can do a lot, and this is kind of one of the things I can do for you guys is to give you like a little helping hand. Gavin here, thank you, man, for coming on to show to giving some support and you know giving people an ideas of what to do in a time of pandemic, to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I, I honestly don't know what I could do to help, and that's. You know, you you messaged me on this, and I was like, "All right, well, you know, that's that's the first thing I got, and that's what I'm gonna do." Woo! Yeah. So, folks, thanks for tuning into this episode and some pizza. Hopefully, next week that we have a guest on there too. I'm not talking about what's going on in the world. We might, we might not. And we, but I don't know. We may be doing talk show stuff for a little bit too because the world's in pandemic. Don't know yet. But definitely, everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode. And subscribe for new episodes every Monday as well. If you want to keep track of the show, you can follow on spot or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or even ComicChronicle.Podbean.com. And Gavin, man, where can they find you? Because you got some stuff on social media and stuff going on. Yeah, just a little bit. It's uh, Super Suits Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, or uh, Flashpoint Gotham also on Facebook and Instagram. Sweet. Awesome, awesome. So, folks, make sure you guys give Gavin a follow here because obviously he has a good taste and you know what he's doing. And if by that tag, rather than not tag, by that handle, you guys aren't interested in what he does, come on. But if you want to keep track of the show, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, really, at uh, Dakota Morgan 3 on Twitter and on Instagram at Dakota underscore Morgan 97. Gavin, man, any final words to the fans at home? Um. Stay safe and uh, stay nerdy. Exactly. Oh, and uh, also, wash your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, wash your hands and stay inside. And I agree with Gavin full-heartedly. And without further ado, yeah. Yeah, it's the end of the show. So to all the fans out there, please stay inside yet again. Please, 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 please obey the quarantine. Don't break it unless you really need to for food and supplies. And don't be an asshole and buy all the toilet paper. <laughs> Just got to put that out there. And without further ado, stay classy, my fellow comic book fans.